Welcome to the State of America Road Report. With your hosts, David Hudson and Ian Rice. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the State of America Road Report. This time we have somebody calling in from San Diego, California, and uh, welcome to the program, Matt Amston. Thank you, David. Hi. All right, so I'll ask you the same question I ask everybody. On a scale of 1 to 10, when the tour was announced, what was your excitement level? I'd say I was about a, a 6 or so. Okay. When you walked out of the concert the other night, what was your excitement level? I was at... A nine. See, that's what I keep telling people. I, I've had a lot of people uh, message me and, and that haven't been to the shows, and I'm like, well, just consistently listen to everybody that's been to a show. They're kind of saying the same thing. Did I ask you beforehand if you were going to give a negative review or not? No, yeah. no, we didn't talk. About it. So we just interview who you know approaches us, and so I have you know you may have gotten on there and go, man, they sucked, <laughs> you know. Uh, which if you said that, we would we would put the uh, put the episode up, but. I found that's a very common theme, even amongst some really, really diehard people that I think were very, very skeptical. Yeah, I mean, I look, if I would have invented it uh, a different, you know, I would have, if if they left it up to me, I would have created a different lineup. But, you know, having seen the show, I mean, they didn't, not only did they not suck, I mean, it sounded great. It sounded really great. Um, And all those players did a great job. Um, And I like, you know, I like uh, Brian Griffin. Here in LA, I saw the um, Troubadour show that mm-hmm. before the, you know, before the original shows were going to happen, and um, I forget the name of the gentleman who was playing Raj was his first name. Right. Yeah, I like I like this guy Brian a little better. You know, it sounded great. All right, so the venue, how big was it? Uh, it was an outdoor amphitheater, pretty big. What was the crowd like? There were some holes, but you know, it wasn't like there wasn't a lot of people there. There was a ton of people there. All right. Was the umbrella used on the opening song? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, I heard you mention that on other shows, and I didn't actually know what it was going to be. But uh, yeah, he he, Chris pops out from behind an umbrella uh, as the show begins. All right. So from what I understand, they're no longer doing the bar scene. There's just a uh, like an old jukebox that plays "Shake Your Money Maker." Is that correct? Well, I don't know what the other shows, but there was a yeah, there was a bar set up uh, in the back behind the jukebox, and uh, the jukebox is out at the beginning, and uh, you know somebody comes in and you know acts as if they're putting in a coin, and and then uh, Shake Your Money Maker plays the old uh, was it Elmore James? And I'm I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not the best with all of that. I think it's yes. one of those songs a lot of people have covered, right? Um, yeah, but there's a yeah, there's they've got a bar uh, set up in the back with a bartender and. Uh, and the, yeah, the band has the band has a drink beforehand, and and then the bartender stands back there the whole the whole night. <laughs> all right, so when uh, they play "Shake Your Money Maker" and all of a sudden Rich kicks in with his guitar, how loud was he? Yeah, pretty loud, uh, as it but, should be with that yeah, song. It's, it's it's great because you know you go from nothing to that you know that that fantastic opening riff, 
And then, uh, yeah, then Chris pops out from behind his elevator and the show's on the road. All right. So obviously they play Shake Your Money Maker top to bottom. Was there one song in particular you were looking forward to hearing over the others? Well, I've, uh, my favorite song from the album has always been um, Sister Luck. Mm-hmm. And, and I was looking forward to that, hearing that, and I did enjoy that. But the, the standout for me was, was Seeing Things. Mm-hmm. When they kicked into the chorus of Seeing Things, I teared up. I mean, it was, it was powerful and really great. So Seeing Things and Strut and Blues are the two that I keep hearing people say just really surprised them and blew them away. Yeah, yeah, and Strutton Blues is fun too, man. I, I mean, is that the one that uh, there was word that somebody in the band didn't like? They didn't play it for. I don't think they played it after the Moneymaker tour. If if I'm wrong, I'm I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I, I think you're right. That's a I think that's a mistake. I mean, that was uh, it's it, that's the song moves and it's really fun. And I mean, yeah, I'm a big Shake Your Moneymaker. I'm a fan of that album, so I it wasn't a hardship for me to hear all those tunes so with seeing things the thing we keep hearing over and over again is just how great chris's voice sounds mm-hmm. would you would you say on seeing things he did a a plus job on that i would say that and i would say that about all the songs i mean there wasn't i didn't hear anything that they had to step down um you know they had to play in a different key or anything like that mm-hmm. not that i noticed now and uh yeah i mean he sounded 100 percent. i mean it's funny because um you know i think the next night in la they're the Guns N' Roses is playing a show the same night. And, uh, you know, there's a big difference between what Chris Robinson's 2021 voice sounds like as compared to Axl Rose's. Right. That's definitely true. Hearing a lot of good things about how they play Jealous again. How did you think that one came across? I don't remember anything in particular, but everything sounded really great. And, you know, the guitar work was, you know, it was a little different. You notice somebody else was playing, but but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a letdown or a bummer. I mean, everything... You did a great job. All right, so when it comes to the hits portion, which uh, random songs did you get? Uh, got No Speak, No Slave, mm-hmm. which was great. Lots of energy. Um, which, All right, so that's one of the random ones you got? Yeah, okay, yeah, so the random ones. You know the, you know the standards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not the world's biggest By Your Side fan, but Horsehead is one I really like from that. Uh, and then the next uh, curveball was Soul Singing. How was that? Great. Yeah, you know, with the background singers sound great too. They're a little, I think they sing maybe a little lower in general than I don't know. Like the quality of their voice is a little not as as high as what we're used to. Well, that has been a uh, standard answer that everybody has said that they need to be um, higher in the mix. That mm-hmm. I hear they sound good, but just need to be higher in the mix. All right, so I'm pulling up your. Uh, your set list right now. Let's go to Wiser Time. Joe Robineau has been getting some good marks from fans about Wiser Time, which is, you know, I feel, I feel bad for anybody that takes that spot that has to play Wiser Time, Thorn in My Pride, and uh, Descending. Yeah. Uh, I, you're set up for failure. He kind of was, but it's he's a hard guy not to like because he's, he's really, you know, he's got such great energy and he's really fun to watch. And uh, you can just see he's up there having fun, a lot of fun. And really loving the music and doing his thing, so it's it's not like what he plays is, to be honest, a little bit secondary because he's you can just see him totally vibing. Um, but having said that, you know what he played was nice. You know, it's really different, uh, a little busier than something Ed would have played, I think, but real nice. He's the one. He's the new member that I'm most excited about seeing live because yeah. he just looks like he's having fun more than anything. 
he's having a ball. And, you know, you can tell he's really, really enjoying the music. I mean, like a couple of the guys uh, were, you know, were singing along when they didn't even have to. Right. Uh, well, how was Finn? Finn's great. He's, you know, he's laid back. Uh, he's got his, you know, he's got a cool, he's got his cool looking suit on and uh, positive and happy to be there, it looked like. And was he doing a lot of the backup singing as well? Yeah, yeah. Nice to have his voice in the mix. Something familiar there. All right. So next, you get the one-two punch from Southern Harmony of "Sting Me" and "Remedy." I know we've all heard those songs a million times. "Remedy" I could go without hearing every now and then. "Sting Me" is a song I could hear every show and not get tired of it. Yeah, and I, you know, after after all this time, I'm not going to complain about hearing anything off Southern Harmony. So that was it was exciting. And then you got a great encore, though. Uh, My favorite of the covers that they've done so far, the uh, Led Zeppelin classic, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I think uh, that was... Had they done that in this tour yet? I think they've done it one other time. Okay, yeah. uh, I didn't know they were doing it, so that was a nice surprise. And yeah, they said, uh, here's one we learned from Jimmy Page. (laughs) I bet they did, huh? So it sounds like you had a great time. It sounds like if somebody asked you that that was on the fence, you would say to go. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if they're, I guess if you're on the fence, you're somewhat of a fan. And I don't know. I mean, for me, this is my favorite band, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not go if there's a chance. And and uh, yeah, I didn't, I did not at all regret it. It was a really fun time. Uh, hearing all those songs was just what the doctor ordered. Was the crowd into it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was down front, so a lot of, I mean, everybody down there certainly was. But you know, I had to look back every once in a while, and yeah, everybody was on their feet uh, for the whole show, and uh, you know, I think that says a lot. Did you do any of the meet and greets or upgrades or anything like that? Yeah, I did. I um, I did the meet and greet and the I had the had the seeing things package, so I was down front and. Well, how were Chris and Rich? They're great. I mean, they're all smiles. You know, you've got to had to be uh, it was real quick in and out. Like you just, you know, you just jump in and get your photo snapped and hop out. But I, you know, I managed to, you know, just say hi and thank them for doing this. And yeah, I mean, they seemed like they were on a good page with each other. Like they were, like I said, they were all smiles. I feel like if this wasn't genuine, there's been enough people around them and enough shows that there would have been cracks in the armor. Yeah. And you can see it on stage. I mean, I guess on stage you could say, well, you know, they're, they're putting on it, but no one can maintain it for that long where, you know, your, your genuine feelings come out. I mean, they're, they're so much more, you know, touchy feely and smiley than, than they strictly need to be. And you could tell there's, you know, there's some real warmth there. And I don't know. That's encouraging, right? Because I guess we're just going for the music, but it's nice to, to get a sense that, that they're coming together from, for something more than just a good paycheck from a big tour. If anything, uh, I'm happy for their mother. Exactly, yeah. So I forgot to ask you about Isaiah's guitar playing. What do you think? Like, well, I, yeah, like he's more than serviceable. I mean, it was, you know, you could, like I said, you could tell somebody was different was up there, but but nothing was like, oh, it blew that, you know. Now, was he very loud in the mix for his solos? I've I've read some reviews where people say at times his sounds kind of all over the place. I wouldn't say he was very loud, but. Um, he wasn't, I didn't, I didn't find him too low either. I mean, I think think that's, that seemed just about right. All right. So it sounds like you had an absolute blast. I appreciate you giving us a few moments to come on and and talk about the San Diego show. And you went to uh, LA last night as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to attend anymore? No, that's it for me. I was, 
I could only get away for those two. All right. Well, Matt, we really appreciate it. And uh, Ian and I will be back with you soon. Come on, you make the